Welcome to Gain That Tune. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we're back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back, everybody. Game That Tune, episode 271 in the house. And my goodness, what a show we've got coming up for you guys tonight. This is going to be a great show. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, what we're going to do is listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from the game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun, and the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays a bonus tune. And our winner last week was the uh, miraculously non-game over Jesse Moore. And Jesse got to pick a theme for this week's show, and Jesse, tell us what it is. Games in which... The main focus is on the story. Mm-hmm. Like games okay, so like with stories. Well, no, not necessarily games with stories, but maybe a game where, you know, the gameplay might not be great, but the story is really good, or like it's obviously the the developers were really focused on wanting to tell the story, and you know, pressing buttons was just like an afterthought. Even like virtual, you know, novels and stuff like that dangled grandpa game and stuff right or like the uh the the yelly uh attorney guy game yeah those are those are kind of like the the river phoenix games yes yes river phoenix yeah he's still dead still dead uh i do not object to that that's true um but yeah, uh, so yeah, okay. The, the more you explain that theme, the more worried I am that I'm suddenly going to get game over when we start the show. But I think, yeah, I think uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty great thing. Yeah, it's pretty loose. If if you can justify how the story is the most important part of the game, you pretty much got it. If the game is worse than the story, I think you pretty much got it. If yeah. it's just one of the, if it's a visual novel, you pretty much got it because there's no real game to it. You know, like unless they made a really great you know, way to click those options or whatever, whatever you do in those, uh, you know, visual novel games. Um, you know, just great HUD, like, uh, just, you know, like whatever menu design. Um, I think we got, a, I think we got some great, great potential on tonight's show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we got five fantastic games. We got a great fan request and, uh, our live viewers know we're running really fucking late. So it's, uh, it's time to start it up. Johnny hit us with game one. Game one.
All right, guys. So in this game, when creating a character, you can customize their gender, their appearance, their skills, and their backstory, all of which affect the game in some way. You can also customize your character's first name, but it will never be spoken in the game. feeling great <laughs> feeling pretty good always feeling good. great excellent uh wow we johnny says aliens somehow that is fascinatingly incorrect though this game does have aliens david and jesse both have the correct answer they say mass effect yes massive effect or as they call it in this game mass effect um I believe it's short for the Massachusetts effect. I was going to say, like, is this one of those games where the title gets dropped as like an important sci-fi plot device or is it never explained? Uh, you know, I um, I am not familiar enough with this to say whether it's fully explained, but it, they uh, they like they they use the words in the game, but I can't remember if it's like of great importance. Because, uh, like, I believe they, uh, the, one of the big th things of this game is it's the distant future and uh, spacefaring civilizations have discovered these relays. It's like that can transport matter across the universe in a matter of seconds or whatever, like instantaneously. And they're called like mass relays. Um, and I don't remember what the mass effect is, <laughs> yeah, but it's a cool sounding name. Um, and it's a cool fucking sci-fi space game. Uh, Jesse, you uh, put some time in on that. Thank you. Johnny, get it out of your system now. Um, s s s s space! Uh, mm. She can get Tim Curry on Tim like, Curry the remix. 
It's a mass effect. Um, Jesse, did you put some time into Mass Effect? <laughs> I played a little bit of the first one and about half of the second one. Okay. So I'm familiar cool. with it a little bit. Right. Uh, I'm guessing I don't need to ask that. I mean, uh, David, I obviously don't need to ask. Johnny, I'm, I'm going to take a chance. Did you ever by chance pop a, pop a little Mass Effect in your system and try that out? Um, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just check it. It seems like you might have given it a thought at some point. Unfortunately, um, the disc would not load into my Genesis, so no, I did not. Right. Couldn't, is this couldn't the one that had, Is this the one where you could like make lesbian sex happen or something, and there's like a big deal? Only it's if you listen deal. to Fox News. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't a big deal for anybody playing the game. I mean, I guess that's one of the reasons you play the game is the lesbian sex. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, you know, otherwise it's just kind of yeah, you're uh, it's a female romance game, so. Yeah, these things. That's happen. literally all I know about this game. Yeah, cool. That's all you really need to know. It's a great story. More like <laughs> ass effect. <laughs> um, <laughs> Although that's yeah, that ass. That's better in the second one with Miranda. So. Okay, I'll well, take your word for it. I thought that was on WoodRocket.com. Oh, is mm. is there a Mass Effect on WoodRocket? Thank you for like having a response to that and not letting the silence just nope. incriminate me further. Um, I don't know for sure, but I feel like if because if anyone was going to have it, it would it would be them. They're, they're now the question is it is the Wood Rocket parody uh, ass effect or is it mass erect? Ooh. Ooh. I think it depends on if it's going to be a straight porno or a lesbian porno. Because <laughs> if now it's that's straight, true. it's obviously <laughs> mass erect. If it's lesbian, probably ass effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, but, what about, like, I mean... You gotta have Garrus in there. Right, I was gonna say, what if? What about the eventual gay mass effect porno? Or Rex. Oh, man, get those two... What are they called? The Turians? No, the Turians are, are what... Uh, Garrus is. What is the big fucking dude? Krogans. Uh, yeah, the Krogans. I was going to yeah. say, I, I should know this. I, I'm familiar with this series. Um, yeah, the Krogans. Xenophage all over each other. Mm. Mm, yeah. I was going to say, I'm well, very massive unfamiliar with this fist. series, so I'm <laughs> completely lost. Yeah, no, it's okay, David. It's a, so it's a sci-fi uh, you know, space game. You're playing as Commander Shepard. Who, yes, you can customize their first name, and they will never say it in the game. They will refer to you as Commander. They will refer to you as Shepard. They will refer to you as Ma'am, Sir, whatever. They will never say that first name. <laughs> it's really funny to me. <laughs> like, and the fact that it defaults to John Shepard. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, then done. That was easy. Um, but yeah, and so you're a commander of like the U.S. forces in space, and you <laughs> are Love pursuing like a. What? No, Did not the space the force. The U.S. forces? I thought it was the Earth forces, not the U.S. The U.S. isn't Earth. Oh, I see. You're the I mean, U.S. Earth. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that, that. As far as I'm concerned, yes, because everybody in this fucking game, you're talking to a bunch of fantastical aliens. They speak perfect English. So I mean, yes. <laughs> Whatever. Well, and it's not United just States perfect States. English. It's perfect English with a Midwest accent. Yeah. No kidding. Um, 
but yeah, and you get a you're pursuing like a rogue guy from Spectre, which is like the space cops. You know, think Novacore. Uh, you know, Spectre's like the galactic police force of like various alien types and things working together. Pretty cool. Shepard becomes the first sick. guy into uh, first human allowed into the Spectre Corps, which is pretty cool. It's like you're chasing a rogue from Spectre. It's like, wait, is Mass Effect just the distant version of James Bond? Yeah, it's space. I wish it was. Space God. Bond. I'd be so into that. It's the sequel to Moonraker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the Zelda timeline. <laughs> Moonraker split the timeline off. <laughs> and, you know, all there's this whole Mass Effect series that's related to James Bond only from Moonraker. Is that um, is Garius descended from Jaws? Like Jaws found some alien hooked up, and like that's where that species so came from. He's more Fuck like yeah. the Felix Leiter. Yeah, because okay. he helps you. That's true. I guess you know Jaws could be the you know he could have been I don't know related to Saren somehow. The, yeah, there you go. You know the bad guy. Um, but yeah, and so you're uh, you're pursuing a uh, pursuing a bad guy who uh, Saren who's trying to. You know, I don't know, rebel against the fucking uh, civilized galaxy and yada, yada, yada. And uh, there's rumors that he might be trying to uncover an ancient race of, like, AIs, um, you know, the Reapers. And it's uh, it's a pretty cool story. And I think I'm going to get sh- some shit for this. One, because I'm not terribly familiar with the series. I haven't played it very much. I, t- I was planning on getting the Legendary Edition and really diving into Mass Effect at some point this year. And- it just didn't uh, pan out that way, but I, you know, I've always been interested in the series because uh, because of the story mostly. Um, how like I think if you're you're like a, if you play Mass Effect and then you save your file and play Mass Effect two, like the decisions you made in one carry over to two. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so that's pretty fucking cool. And then eventually everybody was pissed off at three because it didn't end well or something. Like uh, apparently they really botched the botched the finish on this. I don't know. Uh, didn't get that, but just uh, knowing what I know about one, you know, it's a pretty fun story. Like uh, space hopping, you know, shoot them up, and uh, you know, a little mystery at the heart of it: who's good, who's bad. Uh, maybe some people are being, you know, possessed by uh, like a controlling force of some kind. Maybe you eventually get to sleep with your, uh, your subordinate uh, military people. Your uh, cute human girl, your cute alien girl. Um, Poor boy. Oh yeah, can you uh, see? I, uh, obviously, the playthrough I watched didn't show all romance options. <laughs> yeah. But so you know, can you? Uh, is the that's the question? Is the men? Can you bed the men? I think so. Cool. Great. All um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. As the women, you that can bed be, the women, and you know. I was gonna say that would be kind of messed up if you could have female female romances, but not male male romances. Would that be all that shocking for 2007 though? No, but it would still be messed up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It'd be masked up. Um, it would have to, you know, it would have an effect on some people. A massive effect. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so the, the shit that I was going to talk about this is that I I would argue that Mass Effect, the story is more important to it than the gameplay. And I know a lot of people like the games and, you know, the second and third ones, they've added a lot of things that 
people, you know, really like a lot of people say, you know, yeah, these are like perfect games because you got the action shooting elements and the fantastic story and all that shit. I don't know if that's present in the first one. I think the first one is kind of a clunky third person shooter game. And I think that, you know, it's salvaged by the fact that it's just a pretty great story with some great production values. Like, uh, I don't know. I need to, I need to actually play it myself. I, I have memories of watching, you know, my roommate play it and I'm like, man, this is uh, this is cool because it's space. And because, you know, of all the, you know, like I said, production values, the aliens look dope, uh, you know, and you're fighting all kinds of, you know, uh, like, robots and eventually you know uncover new enemies the the husks or whatever and uh, you know there's some cool shit going on but it's a pretty clunky third person shooter game (laughs) like it's (laughs) yeah uh and then when it's not a clunky third person shooter game and i don't want to talk too bad a turn but i don't know about you guys you know let's go around the horn how do you guys feel about dialogue trees uh jesse what do you think about dialogue trees um that could be fun David, how about you, man? What? <laughs> you know, like dynamic uh, interactions with things, like when you're talking to somebody <laughs> and you you have like uh, options on one side that are kind of diplomatic and options on the other side that are like a little more assertive or aggressive. And depending on how you answer, it maybe affects the conversation you're having, the gameplay. See, I'm very confused because when I talk to a non-player character, they say, hold this button to save your game. And that's it. Mm, okay, you're that kind of guy, Johnny. Yeah. How do you feel about these dialogue trees, man? You play oh, like I a, fucking hate them. Like so, you know, how about that like Telltale series, Walking Dead? Uh, I never played that one, but uh, you know, in games like Skyrim and uh, Oblivion, you kind of have a little bit of that in terms of uh, it's not necessarily a tree, but like you know, you have to try to increase your, your speech skills. Yeah. yeah, and you know, like. I just want to mash A and get through the dialogue because I just don't care about the story. Just tell me what I'm supposed to do so I can go do it. Right. Like, I kind of like it in like Fallout when you know you don't have the right speech skill to like pass a speech check or whatever, and it gives you like a bad dialogue option. It's like, you know, uh, for this you know thing, it's like you know you're, you're not gonna continue in this quest, but you know whatever it's a diplomatic thing. It's like yeah, you don't have the right speech skill, but you say like yeah, well fuck you then, <laughs> and then, like starts a fight with them. I'm like that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always do. Yeah, um, but yeah, in this it's fun because like you know you got your you know it's like a six directional dialogue wheel, and it's not always six options. Sometimes just you know one or the other, but basically like on your left is like well tell me more (laughs) and then on your right is let's fucking get through this shall we uh and then there's in the big scenes there's like the blue option which is like say this it's the one that the writers intended for you to say (laughs) okay well hold on man maybe i do want to tell the you know galactic federation go fuck itself like yeah, when, if I'm not talking to Keith David's character, every other character is getting, oh, get fuck yourself. I'm Shepard. I do what I want. Like I do love the sure. idea of having, like, a six-tier, like, dialogue tree, half of them positive, half of them negative, and, like, the lowest negative option is just go fuck your mother. Like, it should no be on there what every, it is. every single like, time. <laughs> have you found your way to the mess hall yet? Go fuck your mother. <laughs> Damn, Shep. You don't have to do it like that. <laughs> Still Somebody's isn't even in the... On the ro- Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Even in the, like, the romance options, it's like, yeah, that must have been tough. Tell me more. Or, uh, go fuck yourself. 
Okay. <laughs> Will do for you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> she liked that ship. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> oh crap. Yeah, you could you could neg the women in Mass Effect. Oh no. <laughs> Who wrote this game? Oh, it was written by the pickup artist. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> oh, this game has a show on VH1. Oh no. It's just the option of go fuck your mother. And then the background, like poking from a corner, you just see the same alien, but like older with crow's feet. Ah, okay. Though actually, now, you know, I do kind of like the idea of a VH1 reality show, like the Telltale series Flavor of Love. Uh, Like, just dialogue trees in really bad reality shows. Uh, the Telltale series Rock of Love. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Mass Effect, but starring Flava Flav. See, and that's good too, but also I'm thinking just you know, of let's just take it and apply it to that formula. Like, Flavor of Love, the game, and it's just Mass Effect, but you're Flavor Flav, and the object of the game is just to bet all the women before you have to kick them off the show because production is hurrying <laughs> you along. Hogan um, knows best, the Telltale game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to. I don't want to see those Hulk Hogan dialogue options at all. <laughs> no, thank you, brother. All right, half uh, of the brother. Best, the Telltale yeah. game. Half the options are brother. The other half are another hard ER word. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's not going to be great. <laughs> oh God! But you know, at the same time, Hulk Hogan and Mass Effect. I I, I can see him playing like one of the, you know. What were the name of the fucking the big thick aliens, Jesse? <laughs> Krogons? Oh, yeah, Krogons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a Krogon with a bandana and a walrus mustache. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gotta find that beacon, brother. <laughs> uh, the, you know, the Reapers are real, brother. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I would argue, uh, a very good game with a very good story. Uh and you know, I, in the first one at least, pretty mediocre fucking gameplay. Um, I'm, you know, I need to actually play them myself to, you know, really make a judgment on that. And I, I, I would like to, uh, you know, if I can get that collection for, you know, I don't know, a third or a half off, I think I might pick it up because I need to break my cycle on playing just like fucking endless online fighting games and shit. I need to need to play something with a little story. And having watched, uh, you know like a story recap and or not recap but like i watched like the all cut scenes video of this to prepare for the show to refresh my memory it's like yeah you know i could dig this like space shit shooty shit uh you know beacons that give you special powers and eventually you get to you know sleep with the uh, sleep with cuties yeah i'm into that <laughs> yeah you know oh, all sounds good you know seth yeah. green and keith david you say okay <laughs> All right, voice cast, you got me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm have to get into these. It's you know, it's not 14 years too late. It's still cool to talk about Mass Effect as we've illustrated tonight. It's great. Um, but yeah, um, man, I can't believe we missed the opportunity to say Hulk Krogan. What's wrong with us? Oh, <laughs> yeah. how do I say what's that race of aliens, the Krogans, and be like, yeah, well, Hulk Hogan could be one of those, and we just didn't say it, Jeez. like. I'm Why did it come to me several minutes late? <laughs> I'm glad that you brought it back up because I was trying to figure out a way to work in like a Krogan just ripping off his spacesuit, like the fucking. Mm-hmm. He's a real American, those Krogans. <laughs> yeah, Krogan mania. 
Yeah. <laughs> Rogan Mania is going to run wild on you. Because that's what the saying was. It was Hogan Mania, Johnny. <laughs> uh, Hogan Mania frequently ran wild on everyone. <laughs> uh, why did I think it was Hulkamania? It is Hulkamania. Oh, oh, okay. The pun, the pun that you said implied that it was Hogan Mania. <laughs> oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's not your favorite expertise. I got fish today, guys. Hulkamania coming. I appreciate I'm not you on my trying, Johnny. I really appreciate you trying. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Mass Effect cool. Story great. Gameplay okay. Uh, let's keep it going. Game 2. <laughs> guys so um this was the f last game in the series to come out on the ps2 the first game in the series to not come out on game boy advance uh and the wii version of this game did not include motion plus controls despite being released in the same month as wii motion plus <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Would you guys like uh, another hint? Can you just repeat the trivia from before? I had to refresh because I froze. Sure. So this was uh, the last game in the series released on the PlayStation 2. The first game in the series not released on the Game Boy Advance. Um, and the Wii version did not feature Motion Plus controls, despite being released in the same month as uh, Motion Plus. Um, and then a little bit more trivia that might help. It features some voice acting from Rupert Grint, Bonnie Wright, Warwick Davis, and Tom Felton. Yeah, no kidding, Johnny. Why don't you just fucking say the title? What's wrong <laughs> with you? I'm suddenly feeling much better. Yeah, wow. Games featuring Rupert Grint. What a theme. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see. Um, Alright, so Jesse drew a big old dick, and David and John both wrote Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, which is correct. This is Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Released on pretty much everything at the time. PS2 and PS3. Except Game Boy Advance. But right. not the Game Boy Advance. Because it was 2009. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, mainly because the DS had been out for several years by that point. Right. Yeah, but the, I, the Order of the Phoenix game uh, was released on Game Boy Advance, and that came out in 2007. It's, I mean, they really were just trying to shovel this on as many consoles as they could. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, this is Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, and I, I picked this because, you know, the Harry Potter stories are usually pretty good stories, but I kind of realized a little bit too late into the process that this game's story is actually not very good, because it barely touches on the movie at all. <laughs> like, well, really... yeah, but I mean, that's fine, but the, the crux of the theme is that the story is better than the game. Yeah. And the story well, of Half Blood Prince is probably better than this game was. It's was a good say, story, right? Yeah. Here's here's my question: Like the game barely touches on the story of the movie. Fine. How does it touch on the story of the book? Yeah. Um, probably less you, so. <laughs> you do realize that the Half Blood Prince was a book before it was a movie, right? Yes, but this is not a movie. Well, this is not a game based on the book. Was, this is a game based on the movie based on the book. Was the book on Game Boy Advance? No, <laughs> I don't think they released the book on Game Boy Advance. Uh, they could, you honestly, know, they really could. You could hit. You know, we'll we'll have a to the next throw page that to our research team. Can you fact check that real quick? <laughs> is Keanu Reeves still here? So yeah. Um, <laughs> this game basically has sort of like four um, modes of gameplay. There's running around Hogwarts, there's Quidditch, there's brewing potions, and there's dueling. Um, as you play in the Wii version, uh, you learn spell, you cast spells by actually like waving your Wii controller around like a wand. So that's kind of fun, a little more immersive. Waggle your wand, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> The Quidditch still looks totally disappointing because the Quidditch is just like an on-rails thing where you fly through rings, so it's oh, basically no. Superman 64, Superman. but with... <laughs> Hold the Wii yeah, remote just... sideways, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just going to come I'm not sure what character I was like... doing an impression of. <laughs> I was going to say, Johnny, before you continue on, I'm just going to say it. John, your Robbie Coltrane <laughs> imitation is terrible. Yeah, I, I realize, yeah, I guess I am doing a Hagrid, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. You're shovelware, Harry. 
Oh God, yeah, uh, man, yeah, that's uh, that's my new character. I'm gonna do on the show from time to time. The uh, Hagrid's just gonna pop in to comment on these things. <laughs> uh. Hagrid with no Scottish accent. <laughs> ah. American Hagrid, the uh, the new album from Kid Rock. Oh no, <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> You can't tell me how to live, Harry. <laughs> I was like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live, Harry. <laughs> You're a cuck, Harry. <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, no, my thing was gonna be Johnny. I think you arguably selected the the Harry Potter game based on the shittiest book. Like, <laughs> what? Half Blood Prince sucks. <laughs> I asked, I asked Danielle which movie is the best one because I don't really remember which movie is which to be honest. And she said Half Blood Prince. I'm like, okay, done. She said Half Blood Prince was an answer to what? The, which movie is the best of the movies? Because again, <laughs> I'm picking a game based on a movie. I'm not picking a game based on a book right now. Whatever. We're talking about the story. The movie of Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince is also terrible. Mm. Like it's arguably the second worst of the Harry Potter films. Oh wow. Is is that the one with the dragon like riding? <laughs> or no, that's Goblet of Fire. Never mind. Uh yeah, no, Half Blood Prince is the one where Harry's really pissed off the entire time and he finds that his textbook has been vandalized with dangerous spells by someone calling themselves the Half Blood Prince. And he's got to find the one out where... Who is it's the one Snake Prince? kills uh, this whoa, one where whoa, Snake whoa, kills hey, Dumbledore. Hey, hey, whoa, you gotta play a spoiler alert before you just go hollering <laughs> shit like that. What are you doing, Johnny? God, do you remember when those books came out and people just go yell that to people waiting at like the midnight release or whatever? So fucking shitty. It's yeah, pretty that, fucked up. Yeah. That was really terrible. Stuff. Yeah. Right. But I mean, yeah, that's what you get for attending a midnight release or whatever. <laughs> fucking any of these things. Yeah. You put yourself in danger of the wrath of assholes everywhere assholes. <laughs> yeah um but yeah um yeah General so no the only th- it... the only thing like sorry david go ahead say, like general consensus prisoner of azkaban is like one of the best ones right i think i fell asleep in that one in the theater that's the one with the werewolf though yeah mm-hmm. I, a good it, one is that the, the is that the one with time travel Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely what I went. I saw that in the theater and I fell asleep like 20 minutes in. <laughs> like, well, that's stupid. what you get for going yeah, to so a midnight showing. Because <laughs> also, also I mean, maybe my first Harry Potter movie. For you, John. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, why would you jump in on the third one? What's wrong with you? No, that's like the fourth or fifth because uh, they no, have it's new... the third one. What? The yeah. time travel one? Azkaban? Yeah. Yeah, no, because they have. I know. F- no, I know for a fact it's the third one because I've only read the first book and the first movie I saw was the third movie. So I was very, very confused. It's Prisoner of Azkaban. It has the werewolf. I swear to God that the Prisoner of Azkaban has new Dumbledore and they had old Dumbledore in three movies. It has to be the fourth no. movie. That's just, that's no, no you're, you're right. wrong about that. Johnny, if you look this up, you No, 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 money. don't look it up. I- I'll correct. No, don't look it fucking up. Uh, seriously, Richard Harris died oh, wow. after the second movie. The second? I could have sworn it was three. Oh, well. No. 
I'm just not on my A game today. First, I fall for a fishing thing and lose my Discord account, and now I forget. Yeah, and then you ask what? your wife for a fucking game that tune suggestion, <laughs> and you know what the fuck are you thinking, Johnny? Like, you know, ugh. and then she leads you somehow to choose a Half Blood Prince under the idea that it's the best of you know anything. <laughs> like, that's madness. That's yeah. It's, one, it's easily bottom two or three Harry Potter movies. Like, it's so gray and drab and shitty. Like, and the only thing that makes it seem cool is the fact that, yeah, oh my god, Dumbledore gets killed. Like, oh wow, a big thing that happens that drives the plot in the sixth book out of seven books. Yeah, of course they set up the fucking finale. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe someone's a big old oh what a what a turn that was. You know, well, something you had to like happen. That, it seems significantly less impressive. It is. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I can't believe the guy that we thought was the bad guy for six books is the bad guy <laughs> and kills the good guy at the end of the sixth book and then sets up the big finale for seven. Oh my god, unbelievable. What a fucking twist. Yeah. Obviously, they set up a much better twist for Seven. Seven, you know, pretty good pretty good bow on the whole package. But uh, no, uh, book-wise, pretty crappy. Movie-wise, very crappy. Game-wise, sounds like pretty crappy. <laughs> Hot garbage. So, yeah, I, I guess out of all the adaptations of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, it seems like the game is the worst of all of them. So... Yes, it fits the theme. The, the game is significantly worse than the story. <laughs> but <laughs> was anybody playing this game to get the story? Like, story. Yeah, it's like, I didn't read the books, but I played the Wii game, so I pretty much got it. <laughs> like, I, I, I saw one review that was like, if you play this game without reading the book or seeing the movie, you're going to be pretty confused. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's the problem with so many movie adaptations. It's like, it, it assumes that you've seen the movie and you just want to play something with, like, familiar characters. It's like, no, 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 tell a story. <laughs> like, fucking, you know, if, if I don't want to go see the movie and I decide to buy this Wii game and all it is is Quidditch and Potion Brewing... I'm in the fucking cold for the seventh movie. <laughs> you know, I think I love today's that. the day I'm going to get into Harry Potter. And <laughs> yeah. with a weak game, that'll, that'll get my... I'll finally find out what all these kids are, are, are so excited I, about with this week. I love that sense of logic. I'm not going to spend like $12 on a movie, but I will for sure drop $60 on this video game. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm a shut-in. You know, maybe I fucking... Uh, I'm a reclusive gamer. I don't know. <laughs> like, been, you know, hearing word from the outside world that this Harry Potter is a real, uh, real thrill ride. And so you gotta, gotta try it out. <laughs> and yeah, this, this game tie, this movie tie-in game just does nothing. Um, it, it costs more and it takes longer. It's everything <laughs> you possibly want. <laughs> costs more, takes longer, and is in no way helpful to learning the story of the series. Like, it's really a bad idea all around. <laughs> this, this sounds like the complete package. Yes. Uh, God, Johnny, I kind of want now for you to do like a blind playthrough of every available Harry Potter game and see if you can get the gist of the series. <laughs> like, since you clearly haven't read or seen any of the movies. No, I've seen all the movies. I just really don't remember I, them. 
I humbly Perfect. request that Johnny does a playthrough of the Harry Potter games to Deep get run. the gist of the story, but it's specifically only the Lego Harry Potter games. Well, those are pretty thorough. Those are good games. Those might yeah. have more story than these yeah. games. The Lego games are, are quality. Because yeah, they that's, like the, to... that's the funny part. Yeah, the Lego games are arguably the best versions. <laughs> well, yeah, but don't they do the story in like full pantomime with no dialogue? Um, no, I'm not sure that's dialogue. the case. Because <laughs> I mean, in like the the other Lego games, like the Avengers and shit, there's full dialogue. Yeah, so originally yeah. they did that, like with Indiana Jones and stuff. But then eventually they got more towards putting movie voices in the game, which is kind of annoying. I prefer the. Can you imagine stuff. Harrison Ford's voice actually coming out of a Lego figurine? <laughs> no, God, that'd be great. Oh man, yeah, too high to land this goddamn plane. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could put this plane down on that golf course. Wait a minute, what are we doing here? <laughs> a, a Lego Harry Potter game? Oh, hell. Um, too high for this shit. <laughs> this is a tangent, but one of the best things was Mark Hamill talking about um, like him being the only person who knew the twist in Empire Strikes Back. And like after the premiere, Harrison Ford came up to him and was like, Hey, kid, you didn't fucking tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Did they edit the movie after I was done shooting? They did, didn't they? God damn it. I hate it when they do that. Uh, well, he was frozen. He wouldn't have known. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you were frozen, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you were frozen, Harry. Son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you imagine if Harrison uh, Ford played uh, the fucking Hagrid? God, can you imagine if Harrison Ford played Harry Potter? Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine Carrie Fisher anybody playing anybody in that series? The boy who lived. I just love the idea of like thirteen-year-old Rupert Grip, thirteen-year-old Emma Watson, and then like forty-seven-year-old Harrison Ford. Forty-seven's generous, dude. He was in his thirties in Star Wars. Yeah, hate chamber. Seventy-year-old Harrison Ford. When that giant shows up, he's going to be fucked. Why, Patronus? Why did it have to be Patronus? Dementor. Why did it have to be Dementor? Ford voice and your Hagrid voice are exactly the same. It makes it really convenient for this bit. Get off my flying double decker bus. Right. I don't know why so many growling sounds as Harrison Ford. I have that too. <laughs> I don't know why anybody doesn't say his name. It's Voldemort. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> He's alive, I tell you. I saw him. He, he killed the guy from Twilight. Voldemort Harrison pulls Ford. out one, spins it around, does a bunch of spells, and then Harry Potter just pulls out a gun and shoots him. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, it'd be good, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He shoots his Patronus out as the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's Chewbacca. Expecto Patronus. See, this is all better than the actual game, John. This is, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. you chose a really fucked up game for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good shit. Oh. Well done. 
<laughs> Game over yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. You doesn't have to, man. Great, great pick, Johnny. <laughs> Game three. Um, this is our request for the evening. All right. Um, this game was not a commercial success, but received critical acclaim and soon became a cult classic. Um, a lot of video game journalists uh, say that this is the best role-playing game of 1999. And um, a lot of people consider it one of the greatest video games of all time.
Alright, and uh, again, this is our fan request. Uh, Tasty requested this in the Discord. And you can as well if you join the Discord. Let's if I see. PM you in the Discord asking you to play a game, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, by the way, if Johnny contacts you in the Discord in any way, ignore it. <laughs> and we, uh, David and John say System Shock 2, that is incorrect. And Johnny with the correct answer, Planescape. <laughs> Torment. David, did you also Google Best RPGs 1999 and go with the third result? <laughs> Uh, no, I did not at all. I googled best role-playing game 1999 and went with the second result. Hmm. Oh, yeah, shit. My Google search said Chrono Cross. But, uh, yeah. Mine came up fair with enough, Planescape, enough. System Shock, Final oh. Fantasy VIII, and then Chrono Cross, so. It was on there. Why are they giving us different, you know, Google results? You know, seriously. Planescape, Chrono Cross, System Shock, Pokemon Gold and Silver, Final Fantasy VIII, Valkyrie Profile. How is that? Why are you getting different results than me? <laughs> I don't know. Pokemon isn't even on my list. That's what Google does. <laughs> it, it knows kind of what you want and, like, or at least thinks it knows what you want. Well, this Google Apparently probably thinks I Midwest want nothing but, like, stepmom videos. So I don't know what it, this, you know, this search <laughs> result says about me. <laughs> yeah. You know, we showed you gold Pokemon Gold and Silver because you know you've searched a lot of stepmom for us. So. Yeah. What are up. you doing, stepbrother? Play System Shock too. <laughs> are you winning? Which Pokemon are you gonna select, stepbrother? Can you help me? I can't decide what Pokemon to choose. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I got my head stuck in between these two Pokemon. <laughs> Oh. Uh, oh no, Step, step Professor, <laughs> help me. Step, damn it. Step <laughs> Professor. <laughs> so, Planescape. So, is this about like planes or what? <laughs> yeah. No, um. Escaping? This is a uh, classic Please, PC can... RPG, a computer RPG, if you will. Um, one of those uh, fancy top down isometric. You know, Baldur's Gate-looking thing or a Fallout-looking thing. Um, it's actually made by Black Isle Studio, the people who make all those games. Um, um, I never actually played it, but it was always on my list because I had played Fallout and Fallout 2, and they're very similar. Um, I know it's very... Uh, like, you can avoid battle completely in this game. Um, you can just, it, it has tons of uh, your favorite thing, dialogue trees. And so there's just a lot of uh, weird character building. And uh, there's like a floating skull that hangs out with you. Um, it looks pretty cool. Um, is, is the floating skull like some kind of ominous enemy like time countdown thing or is it just like your bro i think he's more like your bro like you wake up in a mortuary and you're like why am i here and this floating skull shows up and he's like hey i can help you escape and um that's basically the gist of what i've learned about this game in the past two hours <laughs> okay i wasn't sure if it was one of those like bubble bobble things where there was just like a demon skeleton that appears and kills you because the time's running out or if it's just like 
you know, one of those RPG things where it's like, I'm here with my party of friends. They just happen to be a floating skull and a talking cat and some woman in next to no clothing. No. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to think of some other stuff about it. So, Jesse, what's the deal with this guy on the cover of this game? Who is this handsome devil? Um, He might be the nameless He's one. Which is he is the nameless one. Okay, that's that's your yeah. character. Um, Pretty angry looking dude. Might be some sort of uh, zombie. It looks like he's got unfortunate dreadlocks. Yeah, he's uh, cursed with immortality for a thousand years. Um, oh, okay. That doesn't sound too bad. Every time he dies, someone in the multiverse dies to fuel his resurrection. Oh, well, that's kind of sad. Yeah. So, Shit. basically for him to come back to life. Um... And he has no recollection of his past life, so I guess when he dies, he just wakes up with a different personality than he had before. Um, it's supposed to be, like, you know, really good as far as it puts a lot of RPG tropes on their side and and does different things with character development than you would expect. Um, I mean, people in 1999 sure were impressed with it, and I've seen, you know, I hear it come up every now and then. I think it got an enhanced version recently. Um, maybe on Switch and stuff. You might want to look into that. Um, I feel like, you know, I haven't played Disco Elysium yet, but I feel like it's a similar type of game. Is it? Yes, which is very... Okay, well, yeah, I guess it is, you know, I, sorry, I was mistaking this for an MMO game, but no, but it's a definitely a single-player game, so yeah, maybe yes. you're right. <laughs> Shit. No, this is not an MMO at all. No, this is... Yeah, cool. Single-player-ass game. Well, with a name like Planescape, somehow that, to me, implies vastness, which makes me think, you know, MMO, that's, you know... Well, yeah, Typically, when you fly a plane, it's over a vast distance, right? So, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, but, you know, talking about just, like, a geometric plane and, you know, a, I don't know, landscape, you combine those words, I assume that this takes place in a large world is the Im implication of the fucking title. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's a silly name. It seems Maybe like a it's working just title. Like... Seems like they were supposed to change that to something cooler. <laughs> It could be multiple planes of existence. Yes. Yeah, that's that's oh, escape. Oh, yeah. You gotta escape yeah. those planes. Yeah. Multiscapes off of a plane. Oh man. Planescape, no way home. Snakes. Sick and tired on of these plane? motherfucking snakes on my motherfucking plane. <laughs> what? Well, see ya. <laughs> Uh, Game four. <laughs> Great. Just what we needed. Scapes on crack.
blonde haired boy He'd be playing in the fields And his daddy lifts him up on his steering wheel Says one day son This will all be yours And the banks of the rivers Are lined in gold And the sweet rose of pines Lost in your winter night Run, baby, run, baby Far from home The banks of the river They are lined in gold Now you best believe He is grateful indeed For all the work that his mother be doing With the pick and her seeds She's lifting the hay fields And she's turning the soil Where the banks of the rivers They are lined in gold Near the sweet Lost in your winter night Run baby, run baby Far from home Where the banks of the rivers They are lined in gold It's a place to hide in the back of your mind It's a soft just like a hummingbird when she touches the sky And you've got nowhere And you don't know just why You're a child of the river coming home tonight Sweet Lost in your winter night Will you run, baby, run, baby Far from home Where the banks of the rivers They are lined in gold And you run, baby, run, baby Far from home Where the banks of the rivers are lined in gold Where the banks of the rivers are lined in gold So this game features voice work from Michael Johnson, uh, Caroline Kinley, Lena Hetty, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong, and Carl Weathers.
right. Oh, man. All right, let's see what you guys wrote down or drew. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Johnny says aliens. He's very, very close. And John and David with the correct answers. Uh, the Artful Escape. Oh, damn it. There you go. <clears throat> oh, damn it. It's not aliens? Yeah. <laughs> Been waiting for it to be aliens all night. <laughs> so this is The Artful Escape. Um, it came out this year, and I had heard some uh, buzz around it um, based on some people saw that it was on Game Pass and was like, hey, let's check this out. And so I did it because it was on Game Pass, and it's it's fucking rules. This game is so cool. Um, it's, it's an Annapurna joint, which will mean something to a lot of uh, people out there. Um, yes. they, do, they do a lot of... Uh, they publish a lot of really story-heavy games, and this is um, one of those. It's it's about you're this uh, the nephew of this like folk rock legend, and basically he's Bob Dylan, but not Bob Dylan. Like when when they show like his picture, you're like, oh, this guy looks like Bob Dylan. Um, like the song you heard, uh, the song too was kind of Dylan-y. Um, and you're like, oh, I, you know, I play guitar too. And there's going to be this big uh, um, concert for the 20th anniversary of his death and everything. And I got to play this music. And uh, it's not really, you know, what I'm passionate about. Like, I, you know, I love music. My, what I want to do is make really cool, like, noodling guitar space rock, you know. Like, I want to do that. Whatever Yingve Malmsteen is doing on his album covers, <laughs> I want to be doing that in space. And I'm worried that... Space! Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, he's talking to his friend about all this, and he's real worried about the concert. And then that night, uh, aliens show up and bring him to space, and he meets Carl Weathers, who is basically like space Jimi Hendrix. And... Uh, He's like, whoa, you're opening up for me tonight. And he, and you're like, what? And he's like, yeah, I hope you know how to jam. And uh, so you have we to know go. know how to get Stu going. Yeah. <laughs> Spacey lady. <laughs> <laughs> Still some good meat on that bone. <laughs> and um, it reminds me a lot of if you could, like, merge Hitchhiker's Guide and Bill and Ted. Because um, it's like the alien stuff and the sci-fi stuff is really fucking weird and out there, and then there's like music references and and that kind of silliness too. Um, I like that, dude. Thanks for all the fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Keanu Reeves is back on the show. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and so, oh, I didn't even think about that with the Bill and Ted. But yeah. Um, so like. The, the thing about this game is it's kind of a it, they say it's a platformer but like um, like you run to like the left a lot or to the right a lot and occasionally you might jump over something like a hole or whatever and you're basically just trying to get from point A to point B there are really no enemies or anything uh, hmm. you get to the end of the stage and then like you have a little um, like um it, it's kind of like Simon, like um, a, a creature will press, you know, light up in different ways, and then you like uh, press the buttons that cord uh, correspond to those lights, 
and it's kind of a rhythmy game in a way like that but you only do that like nine or ten times throughout the game so it's not that often you do it um but the thing that's so cool is when you are running from left to right if you hold down x you just wail on your guitar the whole time and when you do that like like you're playing this real noodly space guitar and like stuff in the background like starts like coming to life and stuff like it looks like it's a very very pretty game it's a like a feast for the eyes and a you know party for the the ears and uh the gameplay is just kind of okay like you you, you, you're not playing this game for the gameplay although the simon parts are kind of fun because you do have a little bit of uh in between uh creativeness so you can really like belt out like what they're doing and then add your own flair to it with like the joystick and it um really makes it sound cooler um like it's just uh it's a really cool game (laughs) yeah i'm looking at screenshots of it now it looks fucking phenomenal like the the look of it is amazing um and but yeah if you're saying all you do is kind of run to the side to advance the songs and game then yeah it's definitely fits this theme it's like yeah okay cool it, like does it need to be a platformer no yeah but, but they couldn't figure out any other way to make it a game instead of just fucking like a slightly interactive music video but <laughs> so. like you can like run and jump and like if you're going down a hill you'll land like on your knees and do that like power slide with the guitar yeah. point like it <laughs> looks so like it's it's fun to play even if playing it isn't Right, it, it's fun to see what playing it does, even yeah. though playing it does not involve anything resembling skill or like no. anything. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, it uh, it sounds kind of like uh, like uh, Greece that uh, I brought on the show a yeah, couple, yeah, yeah. I guess, years ago, where it's like you know really fucking artsy, and you know, playing it, it's not terribly in depth. I mean, Greece had a couple of fucking collectibles and like, you know, maybe a little puzzle to solve, but for the most part, you're really just kind of moving through until, you know, the next awesome looking thing happens on screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. And yeah, I, I kind of dig the vibe of it, man. Fucking real, uh, real space opera, real neon. It's really cool. Yeah. And it's silly. It looks too. fucking cool. Oh, it's, the alien designs are weird and neat um like it's just i haven't finished it yet i'm pretty close i need to just bang it out because it's not a very long game either sure how could it be but it's as long as a weezer album i'm guessing (laughs) it's it's 38 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no it looks fucking cool man like uh hmm that's the that's kind of shit that's right up my alley like tell me you know because yeah it's an annapurna game so like uh, they also made like fucking they or they didn't make they published things but like they published like donut county yeah donut county was delightful yeah i beat that shit in two hours (laughs) like (laughs) that sounds great you know they fucking published watum okay cool that game was easy breezy baby (laughs) like i'm into it uh you know they published gone home not a fan of that one um but yeah, you know, I like the I like the direction they've gone in with this one. This uh, this is fucking rad looking, man. I gotta check this out. It's only on Game Pass though, isn't it? Um, you know, it might be in some other places. I I haven't. You'd have to look. But um, 
that is another cool thing about Game Pass is that you'll see something and be like, you know, I don't, I have no idea what this is, but I don't have to buy it to play it, so I'm going to give it a try. And if it sucks, just whatever. And if I like it, right. then diamond in the rough, you know? Yeah. See, that is an advantage of Game Pass over, like, the fucking Switch eShop. Like, now that I know about this, if you tell me this is out there and I can spend $8 on it, like, yeah, count me in. But, you know, I'm not going to spend 20 on it. Uh, so I'd rather it's, uh, try 15 it. on Steam right now. That's great. Too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> funny how little I value these things that we all love. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I mean, I, actually, for a game like this, you know, with uh, with the fucking awesome music and the great look, fifteen might be pretty reasonable. I, that's the thing. I, you know, I need to know that before I go into it and buy it. Like, yeah, because a lot of things can have a nice looking, you know, some nice looking gameplay and, you know. Some uh, they can market themselves well, but if Je- if Jesse gives this his seal of approval, that might bump it up to the fifteen dollar tier. So yeah, it's it's one of my games of the year for sure because mm, it's okay. just I I when I because it's a game that it, came out this year. <laughs> well, that it is one of the the few games that I've played this year, but it's definitely one of my favorites of the ones I've played from this year, and uh, it's just. It got me everywhere I needed to go. <laughs> yeah, I like it, man. Seems like a game designed to have an impact. And, you know, it fucking looks awesome. And, uh, yeah, man, I would love to love to spend some time in this one. Even even in a short couple hours. That's what, I love these love these little bite-sized artsy games. Me you too, know. yeah. That's some good shit, man. Yeah, good cool shit. pick. Um, any info on, like, a uh, composer or anything like that? Uh, um, music was fucking it's... very cool. He's got kind of a cool name. Um, oh, I see it here. It's Johnny Galvatron. That is yeah, a badass yeah. name. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he stole a Transformers name. That's dope. <laughs> Man. Uh, I want to yeah, go. Why, are, you, why guys... are you John Regan? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Can you guys just call me Johnny Galvatron from now on? Well, no, because that's, that's already someone else, Johnny. You need to pick a different Transformer, uh... which I challenge you to do right now. Pick your uh... last name. Pick a different Transformer to be your last name right now. All right, Johnny Optimus Prime. Yeah, you no, know he's going to pick, pick a different the, one. the main one. Johnny mm. Bumblebee. See, that's more in line with the Johnny I know, but is that really <laughs> the name you want to, uh, to stick with? Johnny Soundwave? That's that's pretty dope. That's pretty GTT appropriate. <laughs> Johnny okay, Starscream. Yeah. Johnny Soundwave or Johnny Starscream would be my, my pick. Johnny Wheeljack? Johnny Grimlock. Um, I like Starscream, Johnny Starscream a hell of a lot. Yeah, because it could be Johnny Stars Cream. Yeah, exactly. Cream. Creaming in those stars. Like cum. <laughs> it's my GTC name and my porn name. <laughs> and your GTC porn name. Um, I think someone needs yeah. to change their Twitter. Yeah, there it is. I'm changing my Twitter. I'm now Johnny <laughs> Stars Cream. Jay <laughs> <laughs> Gangs the Stars Cream. God, can you imagine, like, if you come and it comes in star shapes? Like Lucky Charms? Because that yeah. happens to me. I don't know if I should see a doctor. <laughs> Absolutely, you should see a doctor. You should, comes... you should either consult a doctor or a wizard. <laughs> come yeah. marshmallows. Hard stars and horseshoes, clovers, blue moons. Pots <laughs> uh, of gold. Yeah, all, all that. Yeah, and rainbows Rainbow and the red balloon. Stole. That's all my cum shapes. <laughs> <laughs> 
every 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 couple of months you introduce a new one that <laughs> a limited, limited release yeah. new cup yeah. shape. Mm-hmm. And there's a different toy <laughs> under my balls. Release cup. <laughs> God, Whitney's so lucky. <laughs> the fuck, right. man? Why haven't we moved on? <laughs> Game five. It at least we didn't say my cum was magically delicious. You just did. No!
So, uh, this game's story involves the main character climbing a mountain in order to get better cell phone reception. So, who has those answers written down? I do. Oh, shit. Okay. I hit the button and erased it. Oh, no. Um, so, Jesse has what appears to be Louis Armstrong on the moon. Um, Johnny says a short hike. And John also says a short hike. Uh, they are both correct. This is a short hike. 
so this is a charming little indie game um, where you play as a little anthropomorphic bird uh, um, and you're trying to you wake up on like a, an island that's a vacation home um, and you can't use your cell phone and you're trying to climb the mountain to get better cell phone reception why doesn't the bird just fly up the mountain because the bird question. doesn't have that ability. They can glide for short distances, um, and then you can purchase special golden feathers that will let you double jump and jump more and glide further. Um, and the reason that I picked this game, because, yeah, uh, my cell phone doesn't work, doesn't seem like the best story, but the interesting thing about this game is if you want you can just make a beeline to the mountain and climb up it and like beat the game in like an hour. But the point is really kind of to like explore the island and the campgrounds and find all the characters and talk to them and like see what's going on with their lives and like what's happening. Like it's not really a game you're supposed to beat right away like the the whole crux of the game is to kind of get to know the world and the characters and the backstory and like learn all about these people like that's really what makes this game so damn charming right like if yeah. you go in like i'm gonna play this game and i'm gonna win it's over super fast yeah uh, oh okay so cool so i gotta climb to the top of the mountain get myself our reception back call your mom game over cool done and then game over <laughs> but like more you know more accomplishment and then yeah like okay cool wait was there something else i was supposed to do oh yeah you're supposed to take your time walk around explore you know fly do your thing interact with people play some little mini games that kind of thing it, yeah it, it kind of reminds me in a vague sort of way of like breath of the wild like Sure, you can run to Hyrule Castle and fight Ganon right now, but that's not really what you're supposed to do. Like, why don't you check out what else is going on? And, right. like, a lot of the writing is really, really witty and high quality. Like, there's a there's a character um, who's, like, running a, at a campground, and you talk to them, and it's like, Yeah, I'm fine. Everything is great. I'm not scared of anything. Actually, I'm a horrible liar. I'm kind of <laughs> terrified of the dark. Like, Aww. so, like, you, you get to know these characters and, like, what's going on in their lives, and, like, you help this guy who's digging sandcastles with a giant shovel by finding like a small toy shovel and then he can start building castles more easily with the smaller plastic shovel and everything and that brightens up his life so he gives you the big shovel shovel to dig around the island and find hidden stuff like it's really a game all about interacting with these people and like learning about their lives and whatnot See, and yeah, you know, I'm obviously not going to actually try and tear this pick down because I, I, I've heard of this game, I know of this game, and it does sound delightful and just like one of those games that you want to kind of hang out and experience and take it easy. The point is not to complete the game. You know, but I've also heard that playing this game feels pretty good. Like, uh, you know, you kind of like run around the mountain, you can climb and swim and you can glide from tops of mountains and stuff. I heard that like the traversal in this game feels pretty good. I'm not saying that you know, it's, uh, you know, the game necessarily trumps the, the story in this case, but I've, I've heard that the gameplay is pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, it is a fun game. 
and it's a fun world to explore but what makes it so fun is finding all of these people and like learning about what's going on in this world yeah i like it man and it's cool it's so damn charming um like the only thing that i've really heard people complain about is that it's kind of a short game like even if you take your time and explore everything it's like four (laughs) or five hours long now see here's the thing you can't complain about that it's in the title of the game (laughs) true it is called a short hike if you could then complain about the game being too short you're a fucking idiot like well, what got me was like people are like yeah it's only like four or five hours that's pretty short it's like true but it's eight dollars yeah. i've spent more money on that for a movie that's less than half that length mm-hmm. you yeah know, it i could evens see, out i could see you complaining if you bought a game titled um hike the entire Appalachian Trail and you right. beat it in like four or five hours like yeah that would be a disappointment just like i could see if you paid I don't know, eight to ten to twelve dollars to go see a movie called The Neverending Story. And then it abruptly ended after an hour and forty minutes or so. And then the guy at the desk, he's like, No, you can't have your money back. What are you talking about? You watched the entire movie. And you tell them it was a false and flagrant advertising. Like, you know, if you complain about a short hike being a short game, no, you're an idiot. Um but some complaints are valid, like my uh, complaint against the never-ending story. I should, <laughs> I should still be watching it. But no, it's it's a very sweet game. It's a very charming game. Um, this game kind of has done something that I have long championed for, because um, I believe I've mentioned it before on Game That Tune that I'm tired of indie games using eight and sixteen-bit graphics. And I'm waiting for them to get to like low res PlayStation graphics. Mm-hmm. And you know, this game, it almost looks like a DS 3D game. Okay, like, good. It's I'm a glad... little pixely 3D model. That's I'm cool. glad that you said that because I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh my God, David, is this like a modern DS game? Because <laughs> like, pretty much. It, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's got that like. No, it's not really 3D. It's more like layered, you know, it 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 looks uh a little low low fi, low res, whatever you want to call it. It, it looks cool. But uh, this whole this whole time I thought I was having some kind of internet connection and it just hadn't finished loading the images yet. <laughs> exactly. The, but, the best um, way that I can describe it, and I truly sincerely mean this as a compliment. It looks like shitty cell shading. Yeah. Like DS level cell shading. It looks like Phantom Hourglass. It yeah, does. But it, but it came out like two years ago. So it's like, wait, you went, you did this on purpose, didn't you? Like, cool. <laughs> what a look, it's man. Just, I, I dig it. Yeah, it's just like, it's a really charming game. Um, all of the, all the... all the characters are like super super sweet like like i said the writing is very witty um there's a part where you run into like one of the other bird characters 
characters are like anthropomorphic animals. And they're like, hey, did you know that if you hold the A button while you're running, you'll hold your wings out and glide a little bit? It's like, yeah, of course I know that. Yeah, well, cool. I know that you knew it, but I just wanted to remind you. Like, right. why would you remind <laughs> me of that? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Good to see you, though. All right, man. Peace out. <laughs> Enjoy your hike. <laughs> I can't go up that mountain, though. It's, uh, it's too tall for me, pal. All right. You, yeah, you do you. You know, take care, Twitter. Uh, you run into OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I have not completed scaling the mountain. Like, I'm still exploring and collecting seashells to give to this guy. So, maybe, like, maybe you get it. cell reception from the juice. I'm not sure. <laughs> You get so reception, you call OJ Simpson. <laughs> That's the end of the game. He comes in his white Bronco and picks you up. <laughs> All right, take care, Twitter. <laughs> that bird's name, Johnny Cochran. <laughs> God, yeah, this is Johnny Cochran's afterlife programmed into a game. <laughs> uh, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm into it, then you must have quit. <laughs> I was say, I did just find a glove, and it did not fit, so... Uh, a short hike, and the DLC, an ill-fitting glove. People die every day. Huh. <laughs> Jeez. God, I can't wait for the American crime story on a short hike. It's gonna be great. I mean, you go on a short hike, you discover a body... That's where the game really takes off. And so, yeah, see, that's the thing, David. That's actually the real question. So nothing nefarious is going on. You really do just climb this mountain and meet these cute creatures and talk to them, right? I mean, as far as I know, like I said, yeah. I haven't finished the game, so. Right. Because, like, that, that game, like, fucking oxen free. Like, I played that. And I knew something spooky. There's going to be, a like, a weird dimensional spooky twist. But it's still just, like... All right, yeah, walk around this island until some weird, spooky, dimensional shit happens. It's like, all right, cool. Uh, and, you know, and then, yeah, you know, all those poor teenagers, some some shit goes down. So, like, I, I don't want to see this little bird person get, you know, sucked into a vortex or something. Like, I just want to want to go up there and talk on the phone at the end of the game or something. I want I want to make sure this little bird person's okay. <laughs> so far, everything that I have dug up on the island is just little bits of coins. I have not okay. found any skulls. But I'll let you know if I do. Have you found any evidence that like the bird is navigating an alternate reality or anything? Like, uh, you know, did the bird find its own like ID or something while it was climbing up the mountain? No. Okay. Um, good. Good. Very good. And again, I've I've yet to find OJ Simpson. I so. have a question: Is is the bird currently writing a book about what would happen if he did do it? <laughs> Not that he did do it, but he wants to write a book based on what how he would have done it if he did <laughs> and then you get to the top of the mountain and the bird starts a prank show <laughs> does he ever break into someone's house to steal sports memorabilia is that the point of the short hike you take a short hike to get your stuff back <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you know jesse i'm not sure um maybe when you get to the top of the mountain and you use your cell phone you're calling your literary agent yeah um i'll have to get back to you are you After in I the complete. Naked Gun movies? <laughs> the Naked Gun movies would be so much better if there was just a cartoon bird. It would be pretty good if Short Hike started in Hollywood and then you killed somebody and then you immediately <laughs> hike out of Hollywood and are blacklisted. 
Uh, I'm sorry for getting this on the O.J. Simpson thing. That was my own fucked up brain. That was that. weird, I, but yeah. that's the show. Yeah. Uh, my, you know, people being polite to the bird in the game made my brain think of O.J. Simpson signing off his Twitter videos. Like, all right, take care, y'all. And then we went into a tangent. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> This is a, a, just a super sweet, charming game where you, like, learn about the problems and foibles of all these cute little animal creatures. Cool. You know, OJ murdered people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I took a turn. Yeah. We're honoring Norm MacDonald with this segment, quite frankly. Like, you know, we haven't really discussed the death of Norm MacDonald yet, you know, on the show true? this year. So it's time to really hammer OJ on Game Dead 2. <laughs> yeah. And is next is Bob segment is tough. Hang on, Jesse. Is it true that this segment is to honor Norm Macdonald, or is it true that Norm Macdonald is dead? <laughs> oh, that was a hoax. Because yes, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Norm Macdonald's totally alive. Is that I true? I have nothing to back that up. <laughs> Do we have a Norm Macdonald correspondent? Norm, <laughs> Norm Macdonald, I mean, that's a hoax. Norm Macdonald is still very much alive. Is he Unlike O.J. Simpson's former wife. Right. <laughs> so... Is Norm Macdonald hanging out with JFK Jr.? Right, yeah, I was going to say, I want to know why Jesse is, for some reason, doing a Joe Rogan impression. Yeah. (laughs) It's not not an impression. That's actually Joe Rogan. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, Jesse. I didn't notice that you left and gave your mic to podcasting legend Joe Rogan. Yeah, I I just broke in using my UFC skills and uh, horse medicine. (laughs) No, it's not horse medicine, Jesse. It's uh, it's a medicine for people if prescribed by a doctor you might have to sue cnn on that one you guys remember news radio i was on that and uh listen i'm gonna be straight up with you guys about fear factor boys i don't remember news radio at all. i've never seen a single episode of news radio and johnny see news radio is like laser targeted at you you should have seen every episode of news radio by now it's got a kid in the hall it's got a saturday night live guy it's got Andy I distinctly oh. remember watching news radio, and I can literally tell you nothing about it. Like, I know I've watched this, but it's just kind of like, the only thing in my memory is, like, cast pictures. Like, oh, oh yeah, right, they were on it. news radio. They were the, on news radio. The guy from uh, uh, Office right, Space, so- and uh, he does, like, a bunch of voices and, and stuff. Um, uh, Steven Root, he was, yeah. like, the um, studio manager. Yeah, Steven Root. Calculating computer oh, activated. Root trivia. Computers. Beeps. Boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Fleming. Um, that's, that's Steven Roos music. They, they, they took my stapler, and um, uh, because they took my stapler, I'm going to burn the building and win game that tune. No, seriously, the Steven Root trivia I was going to give is news radio prevented him from being credited on like the first three seasons of King of the Hill because he huh. was playing Bill Dotrieve, but he couldn't appear in the credits. So he did the first three seasons like unpaid and uncredited. Um, that was going to be my Steven Root trivia, and I was also going to say that. Joe Rogan should have died instead of Phil Hartman there, I said. Yes, yes, yeah. You know, straight up. So congrats, David. Uh, you did it. You're the you're the survivor at the end of this episode, much like Joe Rogan from News Radio. Um, 
You, you made it to the end. Still alive. I feel like more of the cast of News Radio survived, but you know. I'll no, I think they're all dying untimely deaths except Joe Rogan because he took the medicine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I want to get away from this as quickly as possible. I mean, honestly, a lot of people do. You probably want to get away from it by picking a theme for the next episode. <laughs> Um, yes, I do want to pick a theme for the next episode, and uh, this is a theme that I I thought about um, and I think would be interesting just because it is so open to interpretation. Um, blue games, the color blue, either the main character is blue, the setting is blue, maybe a game that makes you sad, just a game that prominently features blue please tell me I, I don't want to spoil the ending of the show but please tell me this is all just an elaborate way to get us to close with blue by eiffel 65 or mm. the other song by eiffel 65 which they just named playstation games over a euro trance beat oh that one's so fun my console yeah um, or Blue no, Man I've been wanting to use the same bonus music for like three weeks, so the theme kind of popped into my head. I It doesn't connect to my bonus music. My bonus music is just awesome. That's cool. Johnny, uh, as we do the outro, begin looking up My Console by Eiffel 65 to use it as extra bonus music. Wow, David, what a theme you chose. Blue games. Games featuring the color blue. That is... What if... I mean... It's going to be you, tough to find games that don't fit that theme. What if, like I said, it? it's it's open to interpretation, uh, which means that I can immediately discredit anyone and give them a game over. What if you play it while you blew someone? <laughs> Very important question. I'll allow it. Yes. Yeah, honestly, any game that you play while blow i was gonna say i can't get the tense right but yeah if you are the one playing the game while blowing someone that's really impressive i mean that's gotta be a handheld because you've got to have it like virtual boy baby anyhow hey, you gotta prop it up on the pubis mons there and <laughs> just keep it oh man wow we so yeah okay uh so next week uh david blew himself and <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna play some blue games. That's a that's a great pick, David. I like it. Um, and man, what a show it's been tonight, guys! Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. Hit us up, GameThatTune.com, or anywhere you get your podcast. We just did our Spotify Wrapped for the year. Apparently, a couple of people listen on Spotify, you fucking crazy people. But you know, thank you, everybody. Check us out anywhere you get your podcast. Game That Tune will be there. And we appreciate you listening no matter where you listen. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got covered up mixtapes, GTT gems. We've got movie nights. And you help us keep the lights on at the 24-7 video game music live stream. we got a lot of great things going on. Thanks to patreon.com slash gamethatune and our awesome supporters there. Special thanks to the absurd fans over there at Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsettled Zebra, and Akadar. A fantastic group of supporters that we've got at patreon.com slash game that tune. If you're listening and you like the way I say their names, give us money. I'll say your name even better. 
thank you to our requester tonight. Jesse, who is our requester? Uh, it was Tasty in the Discord. Tasty in the Discord. Patreon super fan Tasty making fantastic requests that we then do not discuss the proper uh to a proper extent but you know thank you again tasty for that fantastic request you can make your request in our discord server or you can hit us up game that tune at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter at game that tune or you can find us individually on twitter and there at jgangsta187 you can find john regan on twitter at eiffel 65 i was gonna say johnny did <laughs> did you get fished out of your regular twitter handle is that what happened I, you i did i'm I, and so then i fished eiffel 65 out <laughs> you gotta pass the fish on you, you got yeah. eiffel 65's handle now okay cool follow johnny at eiffel 65 and uh you can find jesse moore on twitter at sega underscore legend and you can find this week's winner david fleming on twitter at uh dfd fleming hell yeah david so you're feeling a little blue which means you've got bonus tunes and i want to know what they are um so this song is a mashup that i found on youtube by someone called phasal uh p-h-y-z-a-l definitely check them out uh this is called studio pulse and it is a mashup of studiopolis from sonic mania and color pulse from splatoon 2 Splatoon 2 has colors. Blue is a color. Your theme fits your bonus tunes. We love it. Peace out, everybody.
Mm-hmm. Mass Effect is copyright 2007 Electronic Arts Incorporated. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince is copyright 2009 Electronic Arts Incorporated. Planescape Torment is copyright 1999 Black Isle Studios and Interplay Entertainment. The Artful Escape is copyright 2021 Beethoven and Dinosaur and Annapurna Interactive. A Short Hike is copyright 2019 Adam Robinson U. Evil, just play for the fun. It's my console! <laughs>